This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 180. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each and every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. So I've got a question for you. Have you attended a Grand Slam tennis tournament? Because I have. I just got back from an amazing trip to the 2020 Australian Open in Melbourne, Australia, and I was blown away and now will be recommending this experience to all of my tennis playing pals. If I talk about this for the next 20 or so episodes, don't be surprised. I had an absolute blast. I saw so many amazing players and honestly learned some things that I know I will be bringing to try out in my own tennis game. So, if you're interested in going to a professional tennis tournament, especially if you're interested in the Grand Slam, or if you've been thinking about it but you're not sure what is involved or whether it's really worth all the time, effort, and money it might take, because believe me, it takes all of those, I'm going to give you my best tips for attending a professional tennis tournament. Because if you go to one of these you're going to want to make sure you squeeze every last drop of tennis goodness out of your experience. And I think by the end of this episode, you're not only going to be convinced that you need to attend a professional tennis tournament, you are going to be desperately searching for the next big one that you can get to ASAP. So here we go. Since I have so much great experience now that I'm back from Melbourne, Here are my best tips for attending a professional tennis tournament. Tip number one, do some research. So we all know about the big four tennis tournaments, the Grand Slams. These are the Australian Open, the French Open or Roland Garros, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open. And these are definitely fantastic tournaments because they really offer it all. The very tippy top level players, men and women, as well as up and coming young pros and junior players, singles, doubles, mixed doubles, wheelchair tennis, the whole package. But I bet you would be surprised how many high level tennis tournaments are happening around you that are not Grand Slams, but offer an equally amazing tennis experience. For example, as you've probably heard me say right here on this podcast, I live in Houston, Texas, and every spring, the U.S. Men's Clay Court Championships are held here in Houston. This is a high-level ATP tournament where very top players come to play and prepare for the clay court season. So this happens, um, I think it's happening in March, late March this year, right before the French Open. I have seen players like 
Nick Kyrgios at this tournament, Fernando Verdasco, Feliciano Lopez, Leighton Hewitt, the Bryan brothers, all of them have come to this tournament at one time or another, and that's just to name a few. This tournament requires tickets, but not for the qualifying rounds, where, just like with the slams, you can walk around and see some amazing tennis being played by up-and-coming players, as well as names that you know who may have to, for whatever reason, try to get in through qualifying. Also, the tickets during the main draw aren't cheap, but they certainly cost nothing like a trip to Melbourne costs me for the Australian Open. And I just want to say here, I'm going to talk about tickets, but tickets, once you are at the Australian Open, they were not ridiculously expensive. Anyways, here is another pretty high-level tournament that happens and that I attended a few years ago just by chance here in Houston. USTA National Senior Women's Clay Court Championships. This tournament also happens in the spring and is completely free for spectators like me to attend. This tournament, I went to the country club where it was held came up to the gate in my car, said, I'm here to see the tennis. And the guy was like, okay, go park over there. So nothing at all was required for me to get in. While the players in this particular tournament are amateurs, they are truly amazing to watch. And this is the type of tournament where you can not only walk around and see fabulous tennis being played by players you can actually emulate and model your own game after, but it is so casual that you are actually sitting with the players, watching matches, and listening to their commentary on what is happening on court. In fact, I remember when I attended this tournament the first time, I was just sitting in the stands, and there were some players near me who clearly were playing in the tournament. They were watching a singles match that I was also watching, and they said, oh, that lady, whoever she was, She actually won a set off Martina Navratilova one time. And, I mean, I was definitely impressed by that, as were they. Anyways, what I'm saying is that by doing just a little research, you too may be able to find some pretty amazing tennis to go and watch. By all means, get yourself to a Grand Slam event if you can. But if that isn't something you can swing anytime soon... Attending another high-level ATP or WTA tournament would be incredible. Or how about attending a Futures or a Challenger event or even a high-level USTA tournament like this U.S. Senior Women's Clay Court tournament or even a college event. I even attended a high school state tournament a few years ago that was really fun and exciting to watch, especially because I knew some of the players. Look, if you love tennis, and I know you do if you're listening to this podcast, do a little research and find a tournament near you that you could attend or get involved with. You will definitely not regret it. Okay, tip number two, get tickets. To attend a Grand Slam tournament, you probably want to buy tickets. 
if you're going to all of the trouble to go to that level of tournament, you want to make sure you see some of the big name players and tickets will get you into the stadium courts where the big name players have their matches. For the Australian Open, I bought my tickets from a company called Grand Slam Tennis Tours. I chose to work with them because I had heard of them and I thought they had a good reputation. I didn't want to wait until I got to the tournament to buy tickets because I was just concerned. Would there even be tickets available on certain days to certain matches? And my time there was limited, so I needed to be sure I had tickets. And I didn't know anyone who had been to the Australian Open, and I wanted some inside scoop on which sessions to attend and where to sit in the stadiums. They actually have three stadium courts. Well, they also have a really small but very nice stadium, maybe four. But they have at least three major stadium courts, and I didn't know anything about what matches would be held where and where was the best place to sit. So just to be clear, I'm not receiving any kind of perk or sponsorship from Grand Slam Tennis Tours by talking about them here. I I wish I was, but I paid full price for my tickets, just like you would if you bought from them. But I wanted to be sure and mention them because I had such a positive experience working with them. When I called them, I made clear that since I could only attend for two days, I wanted the best, most expensive tickets possible. I I mean, I could only be there two days. And I was like, if I'm there, I'm sitting in the front row. So the person who helped me, he was named James. He was very nice. He talked me down on that. And he helped me choose some fabulous seats that were extremely close to the action, were out of the sun, and did not cost me the arm and leg that I was trying to spend. I had tickets to Rod Laver Arena for a night session where I got to see Rafael Nadal play and beat Australian player Nick Kyrgios. That was an amazing match. I also had tickets to Margaret Court Arena for a day session, and I got to see Milos Raonic and Marin Cilic pound serves at each other. That was amazing. All of the Grand Slam Tennis Tour tickets also included access to a gorgeous air-conditioned hospitality suite in Melbourne Arena, the third arena, where we were treated to free water bottles, sodas, snacks, a cash bar, and access to all the matches that were being played there. So I got to see the Bryan brothers play doubles, and I also saw an excellent Legends match. Um, There were many of those going on, and this one included Tommy Haas and Henri LeConte and Mark Filippousis. It was really fun. So I will put a link to the Grand Slam Tennis Tours homepage in the show notes for this episode, because if you're planning on going to any slam, you may want to check them out. They do tickets, but they also do complete tour packages to all the slams. And I just use them to get my tickets. I'm extremely happy as I, that I did. But if I really wanted to put together 
uh, a package. Maybe if I was going f- with tennis friends, I would definitely look into Grand Slam tennis tours. Okay, so tip number three. Get grounds passes, credentials, or other access. So besides buying courtside tickets, how else can you get into a professional tennis tournament? Well, there are actually several things that you can do that are a lot cheaper than buying tickets, or maybe they're even free. So even at a Grand Slam event, there is this amazing thing. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It is a grounds pass that allows you to experience all kinds of amazing tennis without spending the big bucks. With a grounds pass, you can enter the tournament grounds and usually sit around and watch the tennis action on big screen TVs. But even better, a grounds pass allows you to wander around and watch matches on outer courts and watch practice sessions. And these are the kind of things that let you get really close up to the players. So at some point during the Australian Open, because remember, I was only there two days, I realized that the only way I was going to see Roger Federer in person was to get a grounds pass and go watch one of his practices. So that's exactly what my husband and I did. The grounds pass for the Australian Open only cost about $40 per person. I thought I was amazed. That was, I thought, super cheap. And it allowed us to not only see Federer's practice, which we definitely like made a beeline for, as did every other person that morning. But we saw practice sessions for Coco Goff. We saw a practice for Dylan Alcott, the guy who ultimately won the men's wheelchair singles, and he was incredible. We also watched Bethany Maddox-Sands, who is my new fave, and her partner Jamie Murray, Andy Murray's brother, playing a mixed doubles match, and they ultimately came in second place for mixed doubles, but they were incredible. And plus, we saw tons of amazing junior matches going on on the side courts. I mean, these kids are truly the up-and-coming next generation of professional tennis players. So you can get a grounds pass and get in, and it's not hardly expensive. I mean, it doesn't cost that much, and you really get to be close up to where the players are. This is where people go when they want to get autographs. They go to these practice sessions. You may also be able to get access to a tennis tournament by volunteering, in which case you usually get credentials, which will allow you to get into the grounds and probably even into some of the matches for free. I myself have volunteered at the U.S. Men's Clay Court Championships in the past, and I was able to use my credentials to watch any match that was going on while I was there. As long as there was an empty seat, they would let me in and I could sit wherever I wanted and, you know, till somebody came and kicked me out. But that was why I volunteered, not necessarily so that I could work as a volunteer, but so that I could use my credentials to go watch tennis. They even, at this particular tournament, they would let us get in on a day when we weren't volunteering. So even on days when I wasn't working, I could go out there and, again, watch matches. 
I saw tons and tons of volunteers at the Australian Open, and I am sure they were given similar access. Maybe they could not get into the three big stadium courts, but I will bet maybe they could, and they probably got into a lot of other good stuff. Okay, tip number four, get the app. Okay, I had no idea how valuable having the Australian Open app on my phone was going to be. I mean, I thought I was just being like a geek to have it, but no. The app allowed us to find out very early each day what the next day's schedule or what that day's schedule was going to be so we could plan what we were going to do. It would tell us not just who was playing on the big courts, but on all the side courts, what was going on. And also, we were able to find out the practice sessions. So that's how I was able to track down Federer because I was telling my husband, come on, come on, we got to get there because this is the court number he's going to be on and this is what time he's practicing. It also let us keep up with scores for matches that we wanted to follow but weren't actually attending at the moment. So that way we could get to those matches quickly if we saw they were about to wrap up. If we were on one of the outer courts and wanted to get into a session that we had tickets to, but we were waiting for something to finish before the next like big name match came, we would hurry up and get going so we wouldn't get caught up in these ridiculous lines that happened on occasion. And the app also gave us a really good map of the grounds because things were very spread out. They had so much merchandise, so many sponsors, and sometimes it was hard to find things. So having the app, having a map in your hand was amazing. Okay, so of course, every Grand Slam event has its own app, but not every tennis tournament is going to have an app. Even the U.S. Men's Clay Court Championship, they don't have an app. But there's another app you can use if you are attending an ATP or WTA tournament. It doesn't have to be a slam event. It can be like a, I think they have challenger events even on this app. It is called the ATP WTA Live, L-I-V-E app. I know they have it for iPhone and I think it's also available for Android. Anyway, this will give you tournament schedules and scores, live scores when the tournaments are happening, and will also let you know about those challenger events. It has a calendar where you can see upcoming events if you want to try to plan for something in your area or when you travel. And it lets you know the current rankings for ATP and WTA players. I myself used this app for the U.S. Men's Clay Court Tournament so I could keep up with what was happening when I wasn't on the grounds. And that would help me know where to go, where certain matches were happening. When I arrived, I could go straight to the ones I wanted to see. And I also know, I saw this at the Clay Court Tournament, that some of the players and the tournament people, people who work for like the ATP we're using it to follow scores, etc. Anyway, it is a free app, so you may want to download it just to keep up with what is happening in the world of professional tennis, but it's also a great way to find out 
what tournaments are coming up that might be something that you could get to. And my number five tip and my on number five, yep, is enjoy yourself. This is my final tip for attending a professional tennis tournament, and that's just to enjoy yourself. Take pictures with the giant tennis balls that are strolling around. Drink the official tournament drink, which in my case at the Australian Open was the Aperol Spritz, which I happen to love. You can shop and pick up some official tournament gear. Get out on the side courts to see practices and matches that are not necessarily headliners, but are exciting and amazing all the same. Sit with the crowd and watch Federer play on the big screen when you can't get tickets for his match. And soak in the tennis history. We were lucky enough to attend the ceremony prior to one of the matches we were attending where newly elected Tennis Hall of Famers, oh, let's see if I can get anywhere close to saying his name correctly, Goran Ivanasev, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Ivanasevich, Ivanasevich, Ivanasevich. You know who he is because he coaches Djokovic now. He and Conchita Martinez were introduced at one of the night matches we attended because they had just been elected to the Tennis Hall of Fame. And that same night, they had a little ceremony and we saw other Hall of Famers, including Chris Everett, Rod Laver, Margaret Court, Pam Shriver, and Stan Smith, just to name a few. Gosh, I feel bad that I cannot say his name correctly. Anyway, we also got to see many of the players' coaches, girlfriends, parents, and other entourage members in the stands and on the outside courts. So if you are into this kind of stuff, which I obviously am, it is all pretty exciting. Well, those are my tips for attending a professional tennis tournament to make sure you get the most out of the experience. I had, as I said, an absolute blast at the Australian Open, and my husband did too. He's definitely not anywhere near as interested in tennis as I am, but even he was kind of starstruck by some of the people we saw. He tried so hard to help me get close to see Federer. It was so dang crowded, and my husband was literally pushing me up to the front. Anyway, it didn't hurt that he also knew after our time in Melbourne, we would be off for 10 days traveling throughout New Zealand, and that's exactly what we did. So I can promise you this. After that experience, I am now inspired to attend the other three Grand Slam events. So let's see how long it takes me to do them all, because that's now my plan. That is it for this week's Tennis Quick Tip. Hey, if you are interested in tuning up your tennis serve, be sure and grab my totally free ebook, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. In it, I give my 10 absolutely best tips for getting a better serve fast. Just go to tennisfixation.com slash free, F-R-E-E, to get instant access to that free resource. And if you have any questions about any of this stuff, you can always reach out to me by emailing me at kim 
at tennisfixation.com. I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. And as always, happy tennis.